0: You want to overcome overwhelm for once and for all? This is the place for you. Welcome, Mama Docs. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so excited to start 2021 sharing everything that I've learned as a life coach and a physician and a mom. I am hoping that 2021 will be our best year ever. In fact, I am proclaiming 2021 to be the year of the mom what? What are you talking about? You know what? 2020 was hard for everyone. I would have to say that it was particularly challenging for us moms. And so this year, I want to teach you all kinds of things that will help you ditch mom guilt, feel better about yourself, and overall create the best year of your life thus far. Today's episode, I'm going to talk about what we didn't learn about our brain in medical school. Okay, we all remember neuroanatomy learning all the different pathways, and in fact, I could even take a step back further and say, I remember in anatomy, my instructor giving me a skull to take home to learn about all the holes in the head. I thought to myself at that time, seriously? We have this many holes in our head? And we all learn them. We all memorize them. And that was just the beginning. Not only did we learn about the anatomy of the brain and the neural pathways of the brain and the spinal cord, we then learned about the diseases of the brain, all of the horrible things that could happen, amyloidosis, strokes, and we learned about psychiatric diseases that could occur. Remember learning about all those personality disorders? But what we didn't learn were some very basic things about the brain. We did learn about the primitive brain, that kept us alive without even thinking about it. It kept our heart beating and our breathing going. Fascinating. We also learned about the prefrontal cortex, but mostly I would have to say in terms of what could go wrong if not enough blood flow got there, if an artery ruptured and there was too much blood flow. We learned how to pronounce someone brain dead. All kinds of amazing and helpful things. But what we never really stopped to do was take a step back and say, okay, this is a human brain. It's wired for survival. It's here to keep us safe. And this is what I'll tell you. This is the basis of all the things that we do in life or the things that we don't do that we're afraid of doing. Thank you, human brain, for wiring me for survival. This is our brain on default. What I'll have to tell you, folks, is that we brought our brain medical school. So we have a human brain that's already looking for danger all around. And then we went to medical school. And what did we learn there? Even more things that could kill us and kill our patients. And it was our job to figure it all out. Our whole basis of learning in medicine was to understand all the different signs and symptoms that our patient had come up with an amazing differential diagnosis, and come up with a plan to help them feel better, to figure out what is wrong with them in the first place and what can we do to help. So over our course of our medical education, we took our brain, which is already wired for looking out for scary things around the corner, and we taught it all kinds of even more scary things. And I will be talking about this much more in future episodes. But I'll just have to tell you that taking our brain to medical school set us up to see all kinds of badness in our world. But do you know what we didn't learn in medical school? It's such a simple concept, but I would have to say that it changes everything. What we didn't learn in medical school was where our feelings come from. And when I say feelings, I'm not talking about the sensory nerves. I'm talking about our emotions. This is something that we did not talk much about in medical school. In fact, many of us learned how to stuff our emotions away, and this will be the topic of another episode. But what I'm talking about here are where do emotions even come from? I think I used to think that they actually just fell from the sky. I don't know. I guess I'd never really thought a whole lot about it. I've always been a very optimistic person, and I just thought that that's how it was. And then I became a mom and a doctor, and I started to struggle more and have more frustration. And I didn't understand why, and I was blaming everything around me for the frustration. I'll never forget the day that I learned that my thoughts created my feelings. I was driving to work after a crazy standard morning at the Chestovich household. Everyone was bumbling around, trying to pack their lunches, eat their breakfast, and get out the door. I'm hustling everyone along because I have patients waiting for me in clinic at 8 o'clock. My daughter accidentally spilled my coffee all over my bag. I was so angry, getting in the car, feeling frustrated, thinking, here we go again. This is the circus of my life. I haven't even started my day and I'm in a foul mood, again, blaming everyone around me for how I was feeling. And I turned on a podcast, something a friend had told me about, the Life Coach School. And I was driving over the Mississippi River and all of a sudden I heard this voice say, your thoughts create your feelings. And I'm telling you, the clouds parted in the sky and the sun beamed down. It sounds ridiculous, but for me, it was something that I could grab onto and do something about. I literally was thinking that I had to have everyone around me behave and do what I wanted them to do in order to feel in control and happy with my life. And the last few years had been filled with frustration and bickering and cajoling and bribing those in my life to act a certain way in order for me to feel good. I thought it was things around me, my circumstances that created how I felt. And so hearing this very simple phrase, your thoughts create your feelings, blew my mind. I'm hoping it does the same for you. Again, we learned so many fantastic things in medical school that help us be the amazing physicians that we are today. But we did not learn how to take care of ourselves. We did not learn that our thoughts create our feelings. Now, this comes from the cognitive behavioral model. And I'm embarrassed to say, as a family doc, for years I've been sending people to cognitive behavioral therapy. But I didn't really know what went on there. And now I've subsequently found out What exactly goes on there? The therapist talks to the client about their thoughts, creating their feelings. I had no idea. I'm sure many of you are aware of this. This is not a new concept, but it was new to me. And it made such a difference in my life that I dedicated myself to becoming a certified coach and coaching physician moms and sharing the word so you don't have to suffer. So you don't have to think. You have to control everything around you in order to feel good, in order to feel whole, in order to feel content. So that's really the main thing I want to tell you today. Our thoughts create our feelings. And this is the best news ever. I will explore further with you how this is true. Number one, I want you to take away awareness. Usually this comes from something in your body, a sensation, what I call an emotion. This is usually a sign that you're having a strong thought. And so this next week, until you hear from me again, I'd like you to explore. When you start to get that heavy sense in your chest that I might describe as anxiety, you can think to yourself, what am I thinking that's creating this? You guys, it changes everything. But the first step is just getting curious, like what's going on? And usually I would have to say that these strong emotions are a really good signal that it's time to explore what's going on in your brain. Most of us go through our life on default, just on the treadmill of life, one foot after another, and we hit little bumps along the way and emotions come up along the way. But what we're going to work on together is to understand that we do have control, to be aware that the emotions that we're having are because of our thoughts. Most of them default thoughts. So again, while we learned so many amazing and fantastic things in medical school, we did not learn this. And it's the key to everything. It's the key to having the most amazing year ever. I look forward to talking to you next week. And until then, peace and love to you. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to learn more, come join my Facebook group, mama docs who yell and want to stop can't wait to see you there